California, I'll be knocking on the golden door. It's time for episode 12 of Get on the Bus with Corey Patterson, with me, Corey Patterson. I'll be your guide each week as we explore the massive catalog of Grateful Dead music. So whether you've been a deadhead since Pigpen was belting out the blues, or still think the Grateful Dead might be a band you'd listen to occasionally, I hope the next 59 minutes will provide some great music and maybe even a different look into the poetry and magic of the Grateful Dead. As we've done each week, I am going to play a curated set of music from one of the Grateful Dead's 2300 plus shows. And I'll briefly talk about why I think it's worth a listen. And boy, tonight's show, it's worth a listen. But before we get into that, I have to read the lyric from the other one, the song that inspired this show. The bus came by and I got on. That's when it all began. There was Cowboy Neil at the wheel of the bus to Never Everland. So tonight, Neverland is Uniondale, New York, and we're on our way. Come on with me, won't you? Okay, before I talk about the music for tonight, I want to talk about your homework. Yeah, that's right, you have homework. We're a whole 11 episodes into our little journey on this bus, and you've heard several songs. Hopefully, a few of them have piqued your interest. Some, maybe more than others. So your homework for this week is to visit a website called headyversion.com. That's heady, H-E-A-D-Y, version.com. Poke around a little bit and find a new show to listen to on your own. Heady Version's a deadhead-run website that allows users to vote on the concert versions of Grateful Dead songs that they think are the best. It's a great resource for finding out which versions or shows are worth listening to. So here's how it works. Say you really enjoyed Bertha from the 100-Year Hall in Episode 6. I want you to go to headyversion.com and search for Bertha you'll see that the top-ranked performances of Bertha, as voted on by Deadheads, are August 27, 1972, The 100-Year Hall Show, August 6, 1971, which may be my personal favorite show, May 9, 1977, during the magical run of May 77, and one from the show we featured last week, 7878. Then you can read comments from Deadheads on why they picked that performance and click the link to listen to it on Archive. I promise that if you do this little exercise, you'll find something that you like. Speaking of things to like, tonight's show is one of a kind. We're headed to Uniondale, New York, and the show from March 29, 1990. This is a crazy, unexpected performance. In fact, some longtime deadheads would probably advise me not to play this until later in the existence of our little show. But I'm disregarding that advice, and over the next two shows, we're going to listen to almost all of the second set. This is the second night of a three-night run at Nassau Coliseum during the band's Spring 1990 tour. By all accounts, they were playing really, really well on this tour, and tonight is no different. Jerry was back from his near-death experience with a diabetic coma, and Brent had really evolved into an incredible member of the band. But it's who showed up late in the first set that makes this show unforgettable. Just before Birdsong, 
world-class jazz saxophonist Branford Marsalis joins the band on stage and magic happens. The musical element that he brings just takes this show to another level. In an interview that you can find on YouTube, Branford talks about how he respected the Grateful Dead because they really can't be classified. But he does mention that most good bands or artists from the 60s find their roots in jazz, and the Dead were no different. Sure, they played songs, but the improvisational nature of the band hailed straight from jazz fusion. In that same interview, Branford talks about how much he respected the band for not following a prescribed set list and light show every night. He specifically mentioned how fun it is to be on stage when Phil Lesh or Bob Weir would call out a song or just start playing a few notes and the rest of the band and the crowd seemed to vibe with it. You can really feel this when Branford comes on stage. The whole band seems like they're ready to go to another level and he helps take them there. The interplay between Jerry and Branford is just something to cherish and it makes the Dead's music accessible to a whole new audience. So we're going to start at the end of the first set from March 29, 1990. We're going to hear When I Paint My Masterpiece. We'll hear the introduction of Branford and then Birdsong. And then while they go off on break, I'll come back to talk about what's next. Turn down the lights, grab a drink, and let the music sink in. All the streets of Rome are filled with rubble. Ancient footprints are everywhere. Well, you could almost think that you're seeing double on a cold, dark night on the Spanish stage. Thank you. 
beautiful Young girls pulling muscles Wearing shirts Has been a long ride Newspaper mail Eating candy Better be held down by big police Someday Everything's gonna be different Well, okay, we got a special guest tonight. I think. You all want to welcome Brantford, Brantford Marsalis.
The saxophone just brings something special to the music, don't you think? It changes the sound so much, but in such a good way. That's what I love about the Grateful Dead. They're so ridiculously versatile, despite playing together for 25 years at this point. It just speaks to my soul. I hope you're feeling it too tonight. Okay, so now we're going to get into the first two songs of the second set, Eyes of the World and Estimated Prophet. You can totally tell Branford is reading Jerry and improvising with his saxophone. Try to listen for it, especially during the chorus of Eyes of the World. You know, Eyes and Estimated are played together quite often in the Dead's catalog of shows, and even though it's not a seamless transition here, it comes after some really good, deep improvisation. Bobby sings Estimated Prophet with such soul, and it's really something. Now, I do miss Donna Jean's harmony, but Brent and the others do a pretty serviceable job. I think you'll like this rendition. So here you go. Second set, March 29th, 1990. Soak it in. Carry the bird away. 
That was The Grateful Dead from over 31 years ago, March 29, 1990. Branford Marsalis' edition is so good that we're going to finish the second set next week. You won't want to miss it. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it and maybe even learn a thing or two. Remember, do your homework. But until next week, stream your favorite episodes on different podcast services like Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or at kacu.org. Don't forget to follow the show on Facebook and Instagram too. Just search at Get on the Bus KACU on both platforms. And if you want to get in contact with me, you can always email me at getonthebuskacu at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Anyway, until next week, I'll say what a long, strange trip it's been, and I can't wait until we meet again. I'll see you next week. Get on the Bus with Corey Patterson is a production of KACU in Abilene, Texas, and Zane Goggins, Deadhead in Training. This is KACU.